everybody and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Stephen will be joining me in just a second along with Suzanne who left Joe Millionaire last episode. And you guys, I don't really want to make this intro long because she spilled all of the tea and more. Get comfy and let's welcome Suzanne. Welcome Suzanne. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Hi, y'all. I'm so excited. We are thrilled. (laughs) We are so pumped to have you. We have obviously a ton of knitting questions Mm. and a lot of emo questions and a lot of things in between. Um, I always kind of start with everybody on this. How did you end up on reality TV? So it kind of came out of left field. So I was approached via Instagram, I think like a lot of the girls. Um, So y'all, I've never watched reality TV never applied for reality TV. I um, have a very small, had a very small following, still do, like on Instagram. Like, I don't know how they found me. No clue. But they DM'd me on Instagram. So I think it was Cornwall Casting. DM'd me and they were like, hey. And I legitimately thought it was like some scheme to like steal me, kidnap me and send me away. (laughs) But something, something told me to just try it out and like maybe it's legit. And then like, they flew me to LA and I was like, they're going to kill me here. And they didn't. So I ended up on TV. So it's cool. <laughs> they did it. And that's good. And we're very happy for it. Did they give you the same? Um, what was the fake show name that he gave you? Love for real. Love for real. Yeah. Now I want to love for real. <laughs> I, I've heard it so much. I'm like, it's kind of a cool name. Actually, they told me two different ones. So they told me love for real. And then they also told me leap of love. Oh, I don't like that one. I wouldn't have signed up for Leap they, like, of Love. They like interchanged. So sometimes they'd be like, yeah, Leap of Love. And then other times they were like, love for real. And so like it was interchanged. So did you know that there was something off originally? Were you like, they, they can't even get the name of the show straight? Well, a friend of mine were like digging into it. And we were like, we just think it's two completely separate shows. So I think at the time they might have casted me for something else. Oh, okay. Maybe. That makes sense. I don't know. That uh-huh. that was just something you'll we never know. Like, yeah, I'll never know. I still <laughs> wish I could find out. Like, I have a theory of how they found me, and I think a, a, I like told a, a couple of other girls. I was like, "This is my theory," and they're like, "Wait, that actually, I think that's right." But my theory is they like make a hinge account and like find people in like large cities and like make a hinge account and like look for people because my Instagram is tagged on my hinge. And that's my theory. Mm-hmm. That's all. That would make a lot of sense. We can look into this more <laughs> as we talk to other girls. If they if they were on Hinge and they had their Instagram attached, yeah, that's what I that's that's what I think it is. Because I was like, there's no other way. Listen, we're blowing the lid off of everything on this show <laughs> the past couple of days, so we're not going to even ask you about what we exposed last week because we know, yeah. you have an ironclad NDA. I don't want to get your drink. Look, look, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about that. So there's, we were, we filmed on Lake Lanier. And if you guys have, have you all heard this, the horror story of Lake Lanier? There's a horror story? Yeah. So like Lake Lanier. Oh my God. One, uh, I think Jenny tells the story a lot better than me. Uh, so apparently, y'all have to fact check this, but. <laughs> we're not gonna. There, there used to be a city <laughs> and it was like flooded or whatever. I, people died there on the lake. Like there's a whole city underground basically. And. Oh. Um, so, so there's, there's ghosts apparently. Okay. So that's Uh all I'm going to say about that. There were, there were apparently ghosts. (laughs) We said there were ghosts. (laughs) You are now giving us a ghost story. Are they in Martin's butthole? I think (laughs) y'all, I don't know. (laughs) They're in the lake. They were in the walls, man. (laughs) Wow. We're starting off strong in the first five minutes. (laughs) 
We are honestly, the house being haunted makes a lot of sense because the next question I have for you is the is Dressgate, the cotillion. Um, What happened? Because I'm I'm very confused. From what I saw, it looked like some of the other girls had the same dresses on. Can you confirm or deny this? Did Rachel like cause an actual scene? Just what happened? So I don't think Rachel so much caused a scene as like I. Okay, so here's what happened. So. We come upstairs after we got the boxes or whatever with our shoes. We mm-hmm. all had dresses on our bed. Like we all had a like the girls who had flannels or were going to the um the honky tonk had flannels and the cotillion girls had dresses. I had the dress that I ended up wearing it was already on my bed. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is the dress they picked for me. Cool. I was like, this isn't something I typically wear. I would love something mm-hmm. black, but whatever. I'll wear this fancy sparkly <laughs> dress. So um I was like the girls were like talking me into it. They're like, just wear the dress. It's going to be great. I was like, okay, cool. So then Rachel had the green dress. She wasn't obsessed with cool, whatever. So they gave her a few different dresses to pick from mm-hmm. at that before she had seen her dress. I saw the dress that was there and I was like, I saw my dress on her bed. So I went and I like picked it up and I took it to, back to um, production. I was like, Hey guys, like this is my dress. Like, um, she's like, can we like make sure she doesn't get it? So we don't wear the same dress. I feel like y'all don't want that problem. <sighs> 10 minutes later, I go back. They to poured home. gasoline yeah. right on that. You fucked up. I, I didn't look y'all. I've never watched reality TV. Okay. So like, I did not know this was a thing. Like I, Rookie mistake. I thought I was it's doing okay. them a favor. I was like, y'all, you, you don't did. want this to happen. <laughs> you did. I did. It's just the other <laughs> Not way. the kind of favor that I thought. Well, anyways, I was like, wait, Rachel, don't wear the same dress as me. Like they're a, another behind the scenes thing. Y'all didn't see. There was 20 different dresses to pick from. Like well, a oh. lot of dresses. So I was also, that's, okay. that's kind of why I got a little upset. Cause I was like, it doesn't have to be the exact same dress. And Rachel's a beautiful girl. I was like, wait. And when I mm-hmm. said this, there was a lot of context behind it. But when I said I would pale in comparison, I really felt that way because she's so gorgeous. And like, I know I'm gorgeous too. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, you are just as stunning. <laughs> but I was also like feeling a little insecure in the moment. So yeah, that's kind of where I was like, that's understandable. Don't wear the same dress as me. But um, we actually like kissed and made up afterwards. We 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 had a little confessional moment where we were like we're sister wives in the same dress, but we we did we 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 made up and well we that doesn't like, help the narrative. I know. So they were like, y'all have to hate each other, but we Cut. don't. Kate, Rachel's cool. I love her. Yeah, she seemed like a good time that just you know occasionally has one too many, and <laughs> yeah. we've all been there. Yeah, some of us had nerves going into it, and some of us needed that. And I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So some have said that your knitting was a way for you to calm your nerves. See how we do this? Professional fucking podcasters. Transitions. I'm the number one with the transitions. The number one. Oh. (laughs) I love it. That makes my heart. Thanks for coming. It's not getting better. We have so many more questions, but who cares? That's it. It's over. That's it. That was all of it. So the knitting, you brought your knitting gear, if you will. Yeah. This was a conscious decision for you going in. We need to we need the backstory of how long you've been knitting, how often were you knitting, how many things did you make? Did the guys get anything? Did Martin get anything? Did he get a full knitted suit? And more importantly, what type of uh, beanie thing have you made for Mixie in the New York cold? Yeah, I need a be- a beanie or a scarf or you. gloves. If I could get white gloves like Martin's, but knitted. Ooh. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Send me your finger measurements. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> um. So okay. So I think this will shock a lot of people, but I started knitting during quarantine, like yes. for COVID. 
So I picked it up as oh. a hobby during COVID. I was like, you know what? I'm stuck in my house. At this point, I was I was living alone. It was just me and my cats. And I was like, mm-hmm. I have nothing to do. I've watched everything that's ever been put on television and I need something <laughs> new to do. So I um, yeah. went to – my sister and I went – actually, she was the one who kind of was like, I'm learning. You should start as well. And so we went to Hobby Lobby, like bought a ton of yarn and – like for weeks just sat there and, and like learned to knit and then I knew that I was going to have a lot of downtime going into the show and like the airplane mm-hmm. and like the hotel and all that stuff so I was like I would love a chance and this was I'm not I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but like we filmed right before Halloween and I knew okay. it's gonna be Harry Potter for Halloween so I was like I'm gonna knit myself a Gryffindor scarf that's awesome I started that while we were there and that's actually one of the projects I finished on the show was the Gryffindor scarf and then so then um I decided while I was there, I was like, well, I'm going to knit a scarf for one of the guys if I end up like with them. I was like, I want them to have something that I made. And like, this would be great for like, when you look back at the scarf, it's like, hey, this is a memory of this thing that we did together. And so the the scarf I was knitting was going to potentially go to one of the guys, but those Mm -hmm. bitches uh, eliminated me. So... I so where is it i didn't so i still have it and i'll show it to y'all um yes let me grab it I, by the way my favorite part of this podcast now is show and tell weekly yeah we have been getting show and tell weekly that no one else can see but we got, i got it i got eyes on the coin yes so here's the scarf it's still Whoa. on the wow oh my goodness i refuse to finish it because every time i look at it i get traumatized it's like a trauma <laughs> thing now but it's so soft it's so soft it's like a cloud and so um kurt and steven y'all fucked up uh y'all could have had like a clouder on your necks and now you don't get that not any sorry not sorry more it's hot in los angeles but i will gladly wear that around <laughs> you'll accept you keep the keep the needle in there yeah. don't finish it <laughs> just wear the, the scarf and nothing else oh nothing yeah else. that's a hot look <laughs> I'm kind of upset you feel like you needed to tell me that. <laughs> we can change we can change it into like one of those like Bruno suits. Yeah. Know? Oh, okay. A swimsuit, a knitted a knitted thong swimsuit. Yeah. Ideas. You guys are just giving me all these ideas. Okay. I'm so, so happy gloves, to gloves. Um like a, a unit thong. <laughs> a unit thong, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all, one of the first things I posted I of the, of the knitting I had hashtag like Tom Daly who because you know Tom Daly knits yeah, like yeah. at the Olympics and I was like mm-hmm. better than Tom Daly no I'm not I'm not Tom Daly <laughs> you're amazing I wish I was at your level I aspire to be like you but unfortunately I am a lonely lowly little scarf knitter over here you'll get there you'll get there one day one day I thought you were when you originally said that you started uh, knitting in quarantine. I thought you were going to say you started in quarantine for the show. No, and I was no. like, "How the hell did you learn that?" I, um, quick? Y'all, we had hours and hours. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it it was so at that point, I guess I had been knitting for a little over a year. Okay. Yeah. So you haven't touched the scarf since you were eliminated. Wow. Nope. I refuse. It's just it's just on the needle still, and I need this needle because I have other things I'd like to knit with this size needle. But instead, I went and bought a new needle so I can knit. It's just yeah, cool. you got to just keep it in there. Yeah. You know, we could honestly make a museum with all of these relics <laughs> that we have. We have Jenny's coin. Now we have the scarf. Yeah, um, Andrea's uh, trophy. Yeah, Andrea's trophy. Let's do it. Let's do it. I am in. 
I'm in. A, that is what we need to do. An amazing amount of just classic memorabilia that should immediately go to the Television Academy to be framed, you know, in their museum. I, I need them to pay me millions for it, though, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that. Thank you. Yeah. Like, at least one. Just one million. I'll just take one. Yeah, just, just one. one. Steven has uh, nine more. Yes. He, can, he can give you one. That's fine. I think yeah. that's a fair trade. Yeah. As long as, as, long as we make sure... That Drea gets a cake. Yeah, Drea a needs a cake. Yeah, Drea gets a cake. I get a million dollars. They can have the scarf. I think it's amazing. Uh, we're good. We're just- <laughs> Look, this show turned us all into mil- uh, into gold diggers, y'all. I'm just saying. Yeah, you guys were all not gold diggers, and then it, it flipped you. Then- they did the opposite of what they said they exactly. were going to do. Who was it? I think, was it Sarah who said when we interviewed her, she felt like they missed an opportunity of putting a couple, like, clear gold diggers in there how do you feel like that would have gone so again i told y'all i don't watch reality tv but from what i know and the reason i don't watch reality reality tv is because it's very high drama i feel like mm. they if they would have brought like real gold diggers in that it would have been just a like a shit show it would have been like yeah. drama 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 and it would have been just a mess and so that's one thing i will like say like our cornwall casting like did an amazing job with the girls that they casted because Truly, like, okay, we went into this not knowing it was mm-hmm. about a millionaire. Like, no, that wasn't anything we knew. So we went into this blind. None of us really cared, I think. We all have our own jobs. We all, like, make our own money. And so, they, like, they did a great job casting, like, the girls. And I think that was – I think it was a missed opportunity on their part. Like, you guys are saying, like, it was a missed opportunity to bring in some girls that were like, I don't have a job. I'd like a man who has – millions and i'm gonna exploit that money whatever but i think mm-hmm. i mentioned this multiple times i uh I, I think i even told kurt one time uh, when we were camping i was like hey dude like i i really hope i don't end up with a millionaire because i will spend all their money on injured animals i will buy a, a house and i will put injured animals in there and i will take care of them and that is what i will do and i told him that and he laughed but yeah so i i i it was not yeah not something for me i was like if you guys give me money i'm just gonna I'm going to help all the animals. Sorry. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You know, you told us on Twitter that you wanted to spill the tea on this uh, episode. And we (laughs) want to give you full reign to do that. Um, Is there anything that happened behind the scenes that we didn't get to see that you really want to talk to us about? (laughs) And feel free to take an hour and a half to get into this. Yeah, yeah, we might get, this might end up being a four, like a four-parter, four-part episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Steven has to edit it. It's not my job. I'll listen to it again. (laughs) So, okay, as y'all know, these shows are very, very edited. A lot of things um, didn't make the cut and a lot of Mm -hmm. My scenes, unfortunately, were cut. So y'all didn't get to see that um, there was actually a connection with both of the guys and I. And that last conversation I had with Kurt where I was telling him, like, I want to get to know y'all both better. That's because I kind of did have a connection with both of them. It wasn't as far along as the other girls, but there was something there. And very early on, I think I was like the third girl that Steven kissed. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even see I can't even remember seeing you interact with Steven at all. Yeah, they cut that they cut out all those scenes. They just didn't make the final edit. But uh Steven and I uh, our first kiss was uh in the confessional. Oh. That's Steve. I know. I know. In the confessional. In the confessional. How does that so, not get in? Well, actually what I was going to say is if y'all go back and watch um 
like the previews for like the shows, those scenes actually are in the previews. So like in the my trailer? Kiss with, yeah, in the trailer. Yeah, like my kiss, I'm wearing a flannel and I'm like, Steven and I are in the confessional and you can see like the wine cellar in the back. Like I kissed <laughs> Steven Donitz. I know. I That was our first kiss. And then um, he and I kissed again at the beach club in my little red bikini. I mean, who wouldn't kiss me there? I looked, I looked amazing that night. I, mean, uh, I think you, you heard uh, yeah. my comment about that. <laughs> I, I think I made the point clear that episode. I mean, I just, yeah. So, I mean, it, that happened. There. And then at the Vineyard, I kissed both Stephen and Kurt in the same wow. night, y'all. An icon. I'm upset I missed all of Release the tape. Release episode two. <laughs> Well, episode two is on Hulu, y'all. Yeah. No. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, I though. I get it. Their promos are for the the what they're on cable, which is a number past yeah, Hulu. Yeah, you're right. Nothing makes sense. You're right. I know. I know. Nothing makes sense. I get it. It's the. I love it. It's though. the. What did y'all say in the last episode? The um the OnlyFans um yeah it's on <laughs> OnlyFans. Two episode on two is on OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, you you brought it up. Let's let's talk about it. What the fuck was going on? When yeah. you you were in the there was there was like a moment where Martin came over the intercom and was like, "Everybody oh. come downstairs," and it cuts to you guys just having like a fucking bubble bath party. It was you, Amber, and Amanda. And Amanda yeah, 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 and uh, having a bubble bath. <laughs> what happened? I mean, we literally had been talking about it for weeks. We were like, we want to have a bubble bath. And like for weeks we were talking about it. We just never had the time. Thankfully, it was on my illumination night. I got a bubble bath. <laughs> Y'all, if I had left and didn't have a bubble bath, I'd be so sad. But we had that big old jacuzzi in the master. And we were just talking about it for so long. We wanted to do it. And so we just got in there. We were like, we're going to put um, the bubbles and we're going to go all the way up. And But you know what the worst part is? I think we were in there for about five minutes before Martin rang the bell. Oh. Damn. You'd think they would have let you have a little bit more fun. Mm. You knew what was coming. It was and it was it felt so amazing in there. It was like nice and warm and <laughs> someone grabbed me under the No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it was Amanda or if it was Amber, but somebody grabbed me in a way that no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's been a long time. Physical touch. It's been a long time, y'all. <laughs> Physical touch is my love language. You guys were thirsty as hell during no. all that, all those games too. Oh my god! One of those shirts popped off, Suzanne. You were a little thirsty. No, no. I will say this on the record: I am a very thirsty human being. Good for you. I just am. I know what I want. I just, I need oh, yeah. a lot of. I need a lot of like. I need to see things, and I look. We're just. We're on this planet. We're all human. Okay. We all have the same kinds of bits. Some of us have a little mm-hmm. bit different, but we all see it daily. So what's the point? Fray the nip. Let's be naked. You know, all for it. <laughs> I I am all for it. Outlaw pants. I have Thank said you. this from day one. Outlaw pants. They're mean. I don't care what you look like. Like if you're out on the street running, you should be shirtless. Like that's just the, I, overweight, underweight. I don't care. Run shirtless. Agreed. That should be a law. Can we make that a law? Tit. Like man, female. I don't care. Tits yeah, out. Stevenson. I said tit. <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> His face, his facial expression changed. What happened? Where did I go? (laughs) What happened? No, I'm kidding. Sorry, Fox. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. (laughs) Oh, no. You you could say whatever you want. All right. (laughs) 
You know, speaking of, uh, you know, you being thirsty and open and honest, I, I don't know if I'm picking a, a battle that, that is unexistent, non-existent, unexistent, non-existent. <laughs> um, Kurt kept calling you, he kept referring to you as quirky. Yeah. How did, how does that word <laughs> land in your ears? I took it like slightly offensive. Like if, if he had called you unique, that, that seems like a compliment. Yeah. And I feel like the, uh, uh, the other one is just, it's me in my opinion. So actually Kurt called me weird a couple times too. So like I knew when he said quirky, it was like with the weird connotation. Like, yeah. I, I knew that. And I, and I mean, compared to the other girls in the house, I'm definitely weird. Like I'm definitely quirky. Like I'm different than everybody else in the house. And I, I just yeah. am. So like, I, I get it. I know where he was. Like, I know it wasn't, he didn't mean anything. Malicious. Yeah. He, there was no uh-huh. intent behind it, but yeah, I just thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, I am weird, but, but Kurt is also weird. And he said this to me multiple times. He's like, you're the same kind of weird as I am. So I knew it was a compliment coming from him saying like, okay. calling me weird and calling me quirky. It was the same. Like, it was like him saying like, we're two peas in a pod. We're just as weird as each other. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense because I, I didn't want you to take it as offensive. Cause like, I think, I think you are unique and okay. I think that's like a, a compliment. Yeah. I think everybody should strive to have their own uniqueness in life. Absolutely. But like, I don't know, quirky, quirky kind of like, it's almost like nerd, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean that one. But you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. See, I, I just, I wish they had showed more of you with the guys. Yeah. And, and that kind of leads into my next question. Is there anything that you talk to the guys about that it was like important to you that you felt needed to be shared. Yeah. You know, this is your platform. This, you have a voice. Yes. So there's a few different things that I think <laughs> I talked about and I and I wanted I, I wanted to talk about them with the guys because I felt like it was it was like things that were important to me. So one of the biggest things that kind of got edited out was I I don't drink. So I stopped drinking okay. about a year ago now. Um, and I, nothing like crazy. I was never an alcoholic, never drank crazy or anything like that, but I just, um, never had a great experience with it. It just, I would be hungover for days afterwards. And I was just like, it's not worth it after one drink. So I don't, Mm. I never drank on the show and you would see me with a drink in my hand multiple times, but it was always a mocktail or like when we were at the vineyard, I was drinking sparkling grape juice and and apple juice. Like that's what I was drinking in those cups. Yeah. So, but I had mentioned it to the guys multiple times. I was like, is this going to be a problem? Cause I know y'all drink and they both were like it's not a problem at all it's like something that's really respectful and and all these things and so I I just wanted to be the voice for people to be like hey like when I tell people that I don't drink it's usually like it it feels like a taboo people are like why like what's wrong with you yeah I was about Mm -hmm. to say the Mm -hmm. first thing people usually say is why and you're like yeah because I don't I I, I'll be honest too um I drink I have a beer maybe once every three months now yeah, and and I go, I'll go out. My friends, they're like, "You gonna get, you gonna get a beer? You gonna get something to drink?" I was like, "Nah, I'm I'm good." And they're like, yeah. "Why don't you want anything?" I was like, "Eh, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it." I had it for that's, a while, uh, you know. Yeah, water so with lemon's pretty damn good. It doesn't hurt the next day. And I always, you know, what I do now when I go out and go out with friends or whatever, if I'm with a guy or whatever, I I will order a, like a some kind of a mocktail just so I can. 
act like I have a drink. So people, so I don't have to like have those conversations because it's annoying to have to say like over and over again. Cause I mean, I have friends that knew me before when I would drink and, and then now when I go out with them, they're like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, and I was like, there's yeah. just not, there's nothing wrong with you. And I want, I want that to be known. Like I want America to know like, Hey, or not even America, everyone. I want I want it to be like a normal thing. Like if you don't want to drink, there's nothing wrong with you. I did. I brought it up to the guys multiple times and I just, I I was really proud of that fact. And I just wanted to make it clear to them that it was something that I was like really passionate about. And I wanted people to just know, like, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you if you don't want to drink. And Mm -hmm. if you are at a bar and you're, you're, you know, afraid of getting the questions or whatever it is, you could do what I do. I tell the bartender, I'm like, Hey, I don't drink could you just make me something and put it in a fancy glass? And mm. and bartenders are your friend. And you know what? They Usually they don't even charge you for it. They're like, of course. I give them a freaking $5, $10, $20 tip just because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so sweet. Like they want to help you out just as much as you, you know. So there are, there are people out there that will help. And if, it, if it's something you don't want to do, you absolutely don't have to. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with you. And don't let anyone tell you that there is. That's great advice, honestly, for a lot of people out there. Cause I, you know, I was, I was up until recently and probably still one of those people that just accepts a shot because everybody bought them. And then I yeah. tend to just dump it on the ground afterwards. <laughs> yeah. um, I still don't consume it, but it is a waste. So, uh, you know, that yeah. is a, that is a really smart thing to do. I, I think that that's great that people hear that from you. Is there anything else that you talked to Steven and Kurt about? So at the vineyard, um, I think that was the the most serious conversation Stephen and I had, and it lasted a good 30 minutes, but we talked about our backgrounds and our exes. So I told him I used to be engaged and I was engaged for about two years. Yeah. uh, It ended about a year and a half before I got on the show. So, um, uh, it was a, it was a really bad engagement. It was not good. And, um, it was kind of toxic. It was kind of scary at times, honestly. And I, and I, and I was, uh, it was something I brought up to Steven because I was, at, we were getting kind of close. And so I wanted him to know that. And he told me about his exes and how he, you know, was in relationships really young and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so it's something that we kind of bonded over was, you know, going from long distance or long-term relationship to long-term relationship. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a really deep conversation that we had and it, unfortunately didn't make the air. And, um, I mean, there's so many other things. Like I, I told them, I told everybody this cause it's something I'm so proud of and it never made the air, but I'm a hundred percent Palestinian. I've come from middle Eastern background. No That's one awesome. really can tell that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, looking at me, you can't tell that I'm hundred percent middle Eastern. I speak Arabic like fluently. It's my first That's language. Sick. Like, oh. Yeah. So that's something I'm so, so proud of. Like you don't see Palestinians on TV. You just Mm -hmm. don't. And so it was really something I was so proud of. And I was like, I just want people to know like, hey, if you're out there in Palestinian, like I am one of you, like I am on TV. I am representing my people. Yeah. And unfortunately didn't make the cut, which I get it. There's so much that that filmed. Like I think for every episode is like 500 hours that they have to cut down to 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. That's insane. So yeah. So it's like, I get it, but it's something that I'm like so proud of. And I just want people to know it's like, Hey, I am, I'm proud of this thing. And mm-hmm. I want, I want people to know like, Hey, you, you, uh, you have someone to look up to on TV. I mean, not saying look up to me. I mean, she can't because I'm totally beautiful. But uh, <laughs> you should. You should look up to Suzanne, everyone. We follow you on Instagram. We know you're pretty cool. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Yeah, I do wish that they had talked about that because, yeah. uh, you know, 
There was a lot of I, I've seen some hate on the show, which is is just incorrect. But uh, but a, a majority of what I'm seeing is like it's the same girl over and over again, which is not true. Even yeah. but even just looking at you guys, it's not true. But like you all yeah. have such individual careers and backgrounds and sure, life yeah. experiences, and I understand that they can only fit so much into so many episodes. But like I would I would have loved like background on all of you guys on like yeah. their social pages or something just to sure. get to know you guys more because like we're Stephen and I are lucky enough to do these exit interviews with you guys, and we talk about every time we get done how fucking incredible this cast is like truly every girl in this cast the the way that they casted these guys like truly it's just an incredible reality tv ensemble and i would just have loved to see more of like your guys's background and i think that's hard for you because as 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 you said as somebody who does not watch reality tv Mm -hmm. it's a little bit hard for like i think you to understand like what we're really talking about like the fact that it's it is a wide-ranging swath of people Mm -hmm. who actually have jobs in careers and not just like oh i just got out of school and i'm trying to figure it out (laughs) or i'm just living at my parents house or Mm -hmm. like all these normal tropes of the other shows that is normal interesting i didn't know that okay cool oh yeah like the other shows it's pretty much just Oh, they all look the same. It's another Megan or Megan or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And this is why we Abby A, Abby B. Oh, funny. I don't even know an Abby. And this is why I mispronounce your name every week because I have to be so used to like saying everybody's name in different ways because mm-hmm. it's yeah. never how it looks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my parents didn't speak English, so that's why it's Suzanne and it looks like Susan. Sorry, y'all. Um- I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, thank you. It's confusing to me, but I got it figured out. It only took me six (laughs) episodes, but I got it. We're screwed when we talk to Kala, though. We are screwed when we talk to Kala. No, you got it. It's Kala, like California. That's how she told it to us. I just got it recently. Yeah, Cal. I know. I remember you guys kept calling her CJ. I was like, that's so funny. Listeners, she loves, she gets the show. (laughs) Can I just say, like, that? Ah, God. It's just. And you know what I will say too, and this is gonna just toot your horn even more. I know Please there do. are multiple. I know there are multiple podcasts, but I only listen to this one. Let's go, Aaron! Amazing stuff. Oh man, I know. I'm sorry to the other podcasts, but something about don't apologize. Don't have to be apologized. Don't apologize <laughs> for their garbage. They're holding knives at the throat of their own podcasts. I mean, you're not wrong. It is the number one. <laughs> Yeah, it was the first one that comes up when you Google. That is true. You're only speaking facts. So that's why I just just picked one. It is number one for a reason. Hopefully they don't talk shit about me now on their podcast. No one listens. No one will know. (laughs) We won't know. Fake reviews. Fake reviews. (laughs) It's the time of the show. You know what time this probably is. We're going to ask you first about Martin. And then at the end, when we ask you. Daddy Martin. Yeah. Oh, oh, she already did oh, it. She already did it. She already did it. That was good. <laughs> Tell us about Martin. Do you have any Martin stories, please? Oh, my God. I have so many Martin stories. Let's so go. Martin, Martin was um, – so I am a terrible human, and I – if somebody talks to me with a with an accent, I immediately replicate it. I do that, too. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Like, if y'all had an accent right now – I replicate it. So every time Martin would come, I would, so I called Martin, I would call him Martin, darling. That was what I would call him every single time. Martin, <laughs> darling. Every time. And I'd say just, just like that. And I would have full conversations with Martin 
with a British accent and he'd be like, your accents are actually really good. And I was like, yeah, I know. I've been studying this for years. I, anyways, Martin is the sweetest. Like literally when everyone says like, he was like a dad, he really was like, he truly cared about us and he had daughters around our age. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So he really did have like that paternal like instinct. And he was, he was honestly like, there should be more love for Martin. I, I, in my opinion, I just, Hey, if I could give him more, I'll give it to him. I, I pour it out every day. He's a, he's a great human truly. And, and he, he was just funny y'all. Like you don't get to see all the clips. Uh, you, you know, I wish they put more of his, like, as they say in my country, like he did those like 20 of those a day. That's incredible. Oh my God. And they never made sense. And they were always just so funny. And, um, Martin's a I y'all I am praying y'all get a Martin interview I am I am putting oh. that into existence like I, <laughs> I, I I am manifesting it for you thank you you're welcome I don't know if I'll be able to do it I might just sit here and sob and be like you're beautiful yeah oh and and you know what he would he would just take control of this conversation because he you know that's how just, he is he's a host he's he's amazing <laughs> he's just butting everywhere everything he does just button all over the place in his butthole. Okay, so. there was there was a part of <laughs> yes, there was a part uh, during the season where I was I I caught audio of someone okay. saying he's not wearing gloves, <laughs> so there's no elimination. You guys, I actually was it you. I was the, well, I didn't say it. Bree said oh. it in that in that clip, but I was the one who figured it out. Is oh. it true? Because I like so- I tried to figure it out, and from what I could see, it seemed true. That's how I would t- how I could tell. So. I had what we seven eliminate six eliminations. I don't remember how many eliminations I was there for, but I always noticed if Martin was ringing the bell with white gloves on, mm-hmm. it was about to be an elimination. That's the only tell because truly we had zero idea when there were going to be eliminations. Like we mm-hmm. had kind of like, excuse me, we would like kind of guess at what point. Like we'd be like, well, it could be denied. Like mm-hmm. we, we would try, but we were never really always. It really yeah. was a shock. Like at the pool, like no one, nobody thought that was going to happen. Like the first elimination, we were all literally like you guys call it. Like we were all in our like sweatpants because yeah. I didn't even have makeup on. I thought I was going to go home without makeup on. Like we didn't know. The bottom four. The bottom four, though, that never existed ever again. I know. <laughs> you learned your lesson in that bottom four. I'm just going to say for a bottom four to have made it six slash seven episodes. I was impressed. I agree. <laughs> you made it the farthest out of the bottom four. Thank you. Like, and still the best run back into the room I think I've ever seen on television. Y'all, I am a very, as you can tell, passionate person. Um, <laughs> I do everything passionately. Even my jumps are incredibly high. I think my knees touch the ceiling in that jump. Um, we'll have to watch it back. But, Play uh, that back. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was, um, I was really excited. Y'all. I thought I was going home. I was literally prepping myself. I was like, okay, so I, at least I get to see my cats. Um, I didn't get to use that much PTO. Like, this is going to be great. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I was hyping myself up and they were like, you're staying another week. And I was like, excuse me? What? Like, I had no clue that was going to happen. I wanted to ask, cause, okay, so you're saying to us that you thought you were going to leave the first episode and then you were, you felt pretty confident the episode you left that you were going to leave. Yeah in between times were you like ever confident that you were gonna stay i was so again because so much of the conversations were cut out Mm. y'all don't y'all didn't get to see like why week after week i was saved like every week up until the week i left i was actually really confident i was staying so 
the first time I was not confident I was, and I was like, maybe I'm leaving this episode was the episode I went home. Other than the first episode, which um, there was a lot that happened in the first episode that like I, I just thought I was going home just because of that. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Like I get it. I, I don't – I didn't mesh with either of them at that point. And I was like, I'm going home and it's fine. But after that, I was like – all my conversations with either Steven or Kurt were really, really positive. And like I said, like there were so many kisses they all didn't get to see. Like I was actually like on there. I was doing the things. I was I was yeah. doing the I was doing it. But uh I, I didn't at any point up until my elimination, I was really confident the whole time. And then my elimination night, I was like, I know they have stronger connections with everyone else. Not saying that my connection with them wasn't there. It was there. It just wasn't yeah. as strong. Uh-huh. And that was the reason I was like, I think this is it. Because I uh, that, you know, so a little backstory too, on like the Carolyn thing, like her getting picked the last episode, like everyone was kind of upset because it was the second. I would assume so. Yeah. But at the same time, what y'all didn't get to see was like two week or two episodes where she didn't get a one-on, like not even a one-on-one. She didn't get to go on the group date. Uh I think her last day with like Kurt was like on the beach date, which between then and the next, like that one-on-one, like a lot of time had passed. So it also made sense to why she was picked. Uh But at the same time, it was like, it did hurt everyone. And I was also like, look, if I wasn't picked for a one-on-one, it's kind of a, 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 at this point, it's a tell, like they don't want to spend more time with me and I am going home. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that was, this episode was the, the one where I was like, I'm not confident. And it was the one I went home. So yeah, you, you feel like your confidence really slipped after they announced who was going on the one-on-ones. Yeah, I think so. I think knowing too, that like, there was really no opportunity after that. Like my conversation with Kurt, I've had a lot of people like reach out and be like, why didn't you use that one on that time that you had to like, actually like have one-on-one time the conversation where it was going because we talked for a while where that conversation was going it was more like we were getting more like deeper and I was telling him like like I I I opened up to him and I was like I could see myself falling for one of you Mm -hmm. and I don't want to do that if I because I am somebody who when once I give someone like a piece of me that's it I'm like I'm all in and Mm -hmm. I was like I don't want to be heartbroken if there's no chance that you feel the same way like if Mm, I was like just let like let me down now what when I don't have any feelings Mm -hmm. because I don't want to get further into this and you just not you know feel the same way and so so I, I really do appreciate that you know both of them doing it when they did because I had not fallen, but I knew that I told him I could, I could see myself falling <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. So, okay. That's why I didn't cry when I left. Cause I was like, I, I'm not heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you handled that exit like an absolute champ. He was very mature and thank you. You know, I know you don't watch reality TV, but I, I want to say that's probably the most mature reality TV exit I've seen in quite some time. Really? <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. Like I'm not, I, I, I'm a lover of love. So at the end of the day, I was just happy that there was a potential that people were going to be leaving that house in love. Mm-hmm. And and it, it didn't bother me that it wasn't me. I was just happy that there was going to be something that came out of this. And so, yeah, of course, like I wanted to find my person here, mm-hmm. but th- we weren't a fit. We weren't a match. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a reason why I also don't watch a ton of reality TV because I feel like it's a it's not a like love is not a competition. It's not a it's not a contest. It's 
if you love someone, you love them. If you don't, you don't. There's nothing yeah. wrong with not being someone's match. There's not. Fully agree with you. Fully agree with you. But I, I need the reality TV. I'm sorry. I know. I know. But that's just where I'm coming from. And no, so- I get it. I get it. See, I watch reality TV to feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah. I could understand how, how some people don't need that. Like you, you're, you know, you're living in a good life and you're, you're chilling. You know, I, that's how I feel about, so I, I, I'll give you guys a backstory. So I grew up, I was the ugly duckling my whole entire life. I was the ugly duckling. So I had to have a really good personality in order for people to like me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was not attractive. I will show y'all pictures. Not, I was not cute. I was not cute at all. Um- I'm finding this slightly hard to believe, but I'm allowing you to continue. I get the personality thing. We don't fact check here, so we'll we'll never know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I. So my escape was. You guys have reality TV. My escape is fantasy TV, like like fantasy movies. Like I am a huge nerd because growing up, I was sickly. I was in hospitals my whole like childhood, like up until like a few years ago. I was like constantly being hospitalized for a lot, of, oh, wow. a lot of health issues. So my escape was I used to read a lot of like fantasy novels and mm-hmm. like watch a ton of fantasy TV. So like you guys have your trash reality TV, which I <laughs> just recently learned trash is a good term. Good oh, term. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Love, love that. Garbage. Love that. I did not know that was a good thing. I was like, oh my God, people hate us. They're calling us garbage and trash. <laughs> now I know that's a, that's a term of endearment. Did yeah. not know that. Um, but yeah, so that's where my my background is uh, fantasy. That's where I, I I had to escape because I did not have the best childhood. And so uh, my escape was Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and all the things. That makes sense. Steven's a huge Game of Thrones fan. Love. Love. Did you read the books? Because I have them all. <laughs> Watch an episode. You haven't watched? <gasps> Mixie. He knows nothing. Wait, he's not? He's never seen it. I have no clue. Have you, Mixie? I've seen. I saw literally the last season. Steven, I'm sure Steven with a with a V has watched it. That's a V move. That's a V move. That's a V move. Not Sorry. to watch Game of Thrones. I can't. I, I can't deal with under. the gore. I I like I like a fantasy. Look, it's, it's just I'm the, the same. gore. I can't deal I, with the killing. See, I can't deal with the dragons. Oh, they're not that. They're not that in that much. I can't deal with like a beheading. I can't deal with that, you know. But if you get past that, because I'm the same way, I don't it. watch. Just get past the beheadings. Look, I don't watch horror TV. Like I cannot watch horror movies. I can't watch no. any of that stuff. No. But like, but but it's the storyline is like mm-hmm. unmatched. On like, and it's not that. Here's what. Here's the thing. Here's what I have to tell myself. It's like this is never gonna happen in my life. Like <laughs> you know. There's not going to be like a king and a queen and like evil people. Like it's just not going to happen. So like that's how I get past the beheadings. Did you watch the Super Bowl yesterday? <laughs> I did. How on a scale from one to ten, how excited were you for the trailer for the Amazon Lord of the Rings series? Ooh, y'all. <sighs> the billion dollar series that they're creating. Billion? Billion. People are starving. <laughs> people are starving for reality. People are starving reality. for more Lord of the Rings. So um, I am you're right. You're right. So happy, y'all. My nerd heart is just. Oh, I'm a happy. I'm a very happy camper. I'm very happy. It looked good, though. Were you just excited that it exists, or does it actually look exciting and good? Both. 
<laughs> the right answer is both. It looks good. I mean, look, even if it was like a filmed with like a hundred thousand dollar budget, I would still watch it. Like, <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Okay. Like I'm just. You said nerd. Kurt's a nerd. Was Steven giving nerd vibes to you? Not so much. No. Uh, Steven is very much a country boy. Like uh, very much a, what do they call them? Cowboys. He's very <laughs> – I live in Texas, y'all. What I said y'all and I forgot the word cowboy. Please leave this in. Please leave this in. Oh, Texans, we're leaving this if you're in. listening, drag me through the mud. Please. Yeah. I am not a real Texan, y'all. I was born in Jamaica. Okay? I was raised in California. I'm so sorry. I'm not Your a real Your background Texan. is so cool. I I know. You know, that's a thing. They're dragging you out of Texas, but they're taking you through a Bucky's on the way out. Oh, my God. Please. Bucky's is the best <laughs> – thing ever and if people who don't understand Bucky's have never been to a Bucky's that's all I'm gonna say on that a brisket bar at the gas station yes please I'd like to go there I mean it you you could go to Bucky it's a one-stop shop you can get clothes you can get furniture you can get everything everything at the gas station I'm sorry and you can get gas sign me up what you can get gas (laughs) and they have candied pecans and they're so good Mm. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's better in Texas. That should be the term. It should be it. So sadly, you did go home last week. It was, yes. it was, you know, you went home the middle way through the elimination, which is another great thing that they've been doing. Just <laughs> Unreal. keeping people guessing if more people would be going home. Yeah. At what point um, was it a quick Google when you got your phone back of who it was, who it wasn't, or were you just like, y'all? It was on site. <laughs> the second you turned your phone on, it was Google. Oh, yeah. They gave me my phone on the ride back. And I literally, the first thing I did was Google them. And I knew their first and last names. I was like, mm-hmm. the yeah. first thing. The, the reason I, I mean, I couldn't find Kurt right away. And that was the dead giveaway. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Steven has yeah. a whole, like, YouTube channel where he, like, <laughs> does. Like, it's like, he's got, like, 25 Well, different- Kurt goes by Dead Mouse, so. Yeah, Dead Mouse. You're right. You're right. I should have Googled Dead Mouse. Oh, I messed up. But anyway, international DJ superstar Deadmau5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what right. I did. You know, but it's so it's so crazy. I knew the entire time it was Steven. If y'all watch clips back, you know, every time they ask like who thinks it's who and who, I was right <clears throat> the entire time. They try to edit it out to make it seem like I said maybe Steven's not there. I mm-hmm. never once, I never had a doubt that it was Steven. I knew it. I knew it. What was your giveaway? The helicopter. I mean, I didn't know about the helicopter. <laughs> I don't know. He was, but he was he, able to keep that. Good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he didn't tell us. Actually, I take it back. He definitely Wait. did. I knew it. There was no way. No, no, no. He didn't. T- Here's what he told me. And this is another thing. There was so many stuff that I think this is why a lot of my conversations with him were cut out. I So I just recently was um, – so I want to become a pilot. It was just recently before the show started, medically approved to become a pilot. I told this to oh. Steven in a one-on-one talk. I like I want to be a pilot. He's like, I also have my pilot's license. That was another giveaway. Because yeah. Do you know done. how expensive? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know? I don't, but I can only imagine. It's yeah. so expensive. So also, I'm going to plug this in. If anyone wants to pay for my pilot's license, <laughs> um, I am now accepting any and all donations. Are we starting the first right reality GoFundMe? Sponsor Suzanne Fly. Please, y'all. I, uh, anyways, so um, he didn't tell me he had a helicopter, but he did tell me he had, a, he had, he had his pilot's license. And yeah. that was a dead giveaway, I think. Yeah. But also, like I said, I live in Texas. And also, I have a ton of – I don't have a ton of friends, but – I do have ten friends. I don't have a. L- <laughs> I have a lot of. I have That's a lot the of promo friends. for the episode. By the way. 
I have a lot I, of friends. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are wealthy and they don't, they don't, they're not over like, they don't flaunt it. Like mm. yeah. they wear jeans and t-shirts. They don't care much about like, sh- you know, they don't have designer this and designer that. That was a giveaway. People with money are smart about their money and that's why they have money. Yeah. So I knew that the minute he kept, like he would say things. He was like, yeah, I don't travel. I was like, yeah, of course you don't travel because you want to save that money. I knew it. You couldn't, you could, they kept trying to trick me. And I was like, this is refer, they're trying to reverse psychology me. It's not working. I knew the whole time. Yeah. I I have noticed that they keep using the same clip of Annie in an ITM saying she thinks it's Kurt. Yeah. Like they've used it in three episodes (laughs) now. She's in a pink, she's like in a pink ruffly thing. I believe it. They've, yeah. If you were like a, um, if you are a well, a, a well seasoned, uh, reality TV person. Mm-hmm. The way that you can kind of tell what's going on is you notice what they're wearing in their yes. interviews, and then you can timestamp mm-hmm. when these things are being said. So there's a lot of Carolyn being used right now that I think was shot very, very early. early. Also, which I think is also a tell of what may or may not happen going mm-hmm. forward is just trying to throw things in like this. Yep. So one thing I will say, the first episode I called, and I take this, I don't take it back, but I feel bad about it. I called Rachel a psycho bitch. If you notice, my hair is straight in that episode, and I didn't straighten my hair until the night of the movie premiere when she did act a little psycho, and that's when I called her psycho. I didn't call her psycho because of the dress thing. They made it seem like I was calling her psycho because of the dress thing. It was because she was going – y'all, I was in my room. So she she came in. She was like hiding in the room across from mine. I was in bed. I needed to tell you this. I was in bed knitting. (laughs) Of course. Of course. As you do. Of course lights were out I was knitting and I was just singing at the top of my lungs I was like send her home please (laughs) top of my lungs top of my lungs because she it was so late and I wanted to sleep everyone was so drunk that night and I don't drink so I was like please I just want to go to sleep Uh stop talking and she she made a scene at like 2 a.m and I was like please let her go home but I'm sitting in the bed knitting and everyone when we think back to that night everyone's like yeah Suzanne was like singing a song about sending Rachel home (laughs) fun times that is amazing. Love you, Rachel. I'm so sorry, but yeah, I needed to sleep that night. You got a you caught a bad uh. Anyways, yeah. Well, <laughs> s- speaking of singing, I have really become a follower of yours, uh, and it's a great follow. Highly suggest to everyone go hit yeah. up Suzanne on Instagram. Yeah, officially Suzanne. Yes. <laughs> there is something that you do every week, uh, lovingly referred to as emo night. Yes. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more about it? How did you get into it? How long have you been a part of this like culture? Just kind of give me your emo story. Yeah. So, okay. So emo nights happen every other Wednesday. So, um, so for, okay. I, again, I grew up, I was not very popular. I I didn't look great. You know, I was, I was an emo kid. I loved emo music. You wasn't allowed to listen to it. So yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was emo as emo as they get, um, blacked, blacked my eyes. So all of it, like, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I wore a headscarf for eight years, so I didn't have hair that showed, but I wore a black scarf every single day. Okay. I wore black clothes every single day. I literally like was listening to, oh God, 
like every emo band known, like like all of them, all of them. <laughs> Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, Bring Me the Horizon, like all of them. I just grew up on that, you know. Right. And I never stopped listening. And I I'm what they refer to now as an elder emo. Um, I, oh, I, I know I'm that just, was a thing. Yeah, I'm an elder emo. I'm a you get like a patch or something for that. Uh, actually, one of my best friends just made me a shirt that says it. So I got there an elder go. emo shirt. Um, so yeah, so I have a, a lot of my friends. So I have a lot of like I feel like I have different like trope groups of friends, mm-hmm. and um, I have my emo group, and we go every other Wednesday. It's just a thing. We just we get we have our own little corner, and we just rock out. And I just it's it's my favorite time of you know just I look forward to it constantly because it's not something that I you know you get to do often Mm -hmm. as an adult you know yeah it takes me back to being in middle school being in high school and like back then it wasn't cool and so I just love being in a room with people who are like-minded and love the same kind of music and we all just sing at the top of our of our lungs and I twerk a little bit which is fun and uh no as you should y'all <laughs> i have an i have a very good uh so I, I i do all the emo like the screams and stuff like i can do them and oh, so it, hell like, yeah it, it shocks people like when i do the like guttural like screams uh-huh. people are like what the heck that's coming out of you and i'm like yeah i'm a very proud emo y'all love it did you warp tour a bunch were you a warp tour fiend oh my god every single i never missed one yeah and i would and there was a few years where i where i would like follow them around like i you would do the multiple stops yeah i do multiple stops yeah i i loved that's awesome it's a big time that was i still i like after before quarantine i was going to concerts once every other week like like even stuff I didn't know I was just going to go crowd surf I crowd surf all the time mosh pits like put me in there I'm telling you I'm gonna assume that you've heard of the when we were young I will be there she got tickets okay that's what I was gonna ask you how quickly did you buy tickets I actually didn't so I was in New York I was in New York when those went on sale uh I was I was I I wasn't able like I had my computer on and I was trying to get in but there's just so much going on so Mm -hmm. I didn't actually get tickets but then a friend of mine had bought like four extra tickets and she was like do you want to take over the payments do you want them I was I was like, yeah. So, uh, met me? Absolutely. So, yes, I will be there in Vegas uh, that Saturday. So, if y'all, if anyone's going to be there, like, just, uh, you know, hit me up. Hit Suzanne up. Go mosh pit with Suzanne. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you a mosh pitter? Y'all would make my life. Y'all, okay, I have to tell you this. So, yesterday I was at Costco. You mosh pitted at Costco? No. I was at Costco and someone for the first time recognized me from the show. <sighs> oh, what a moment. I got my first like fan interaction. Oh, that's so awesome. And it made my day. They're like, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, only if I can get a picture with you. And so I, yes. I took a picture with them. That's so cute. I know. And I was in, I was literally, I had just gotten out of hot yoga. So I was like sweaty. My hair was pulled back. It was disgusting, but I was like, I am so it made my day. So if if you see me in public, please say hi to me. Please. Like it makes me so happy. Like that is awesome. That's great. We will be friends. <laughs> I love that, I love so, that much. so much. Yeah. That's so what a, sweet. What a great yeah. thing. Did they like tag did they post you and tag you? 
I don't, they haven't tagged me. No. And I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. I wish I had gotten their info because I, again, oh. I took a picture with them too. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is my first. Well, they're obviously listening to the number one Jamelia podcast when you're on. I would think that they're listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Hit up Suzanne. <laughs> Hit me up, please. Um, obviously tag her. Post it on the gram. Tag her. Tag us now too. Cause we, we, we did that. As yeah. you should. I have to ask now that you're off the show. What is your dating life life? What are you thinking? What are you looking for? Are the DMs open? Are they only open to certain types of people? Tell us. So I am single. I'm very single. Okay. Um, I am. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm obviously uh, alone on Valentine's Day. Well, I'm not alone. I'm with y'all. Yeah. With, y'all are my Valentine. You're um, our Valentine. With her heart earrings by the way guys uh-huh. that you cannot see they're super cute i will post a picture um <laughs> y'all um somehow your flower delivery missed my apartment but it's okay i forgive you it's coming tomorrow it's, <laughs> it, it's coming tomorrow it was a little late on the delivery they were really yeah supply chain but um but uh that's funny i work in supply chain so i understand that joke yeah but uh but um so I am very single. My DMs are open, but here's the deal, y'all. I am 28, going to be 29. I'm not um, looking to like play any kind of games. Like I'm basically like the the only dating I'm doing is to see if we're going to get married. Like I, I don't care yeah. if it's forward. Like I want to have mm-hmm. kids and like I want to do all those things. And so it's like if you truly are somebody who is not playing games, doesn't want to, you know, play the field or whatever, mm-hmm. then yeah, please, hundred percent, slide in. Uh, slide into my DMs; are very open. Does this person need to be in the greater metro area of where you live? Are you open to dating somebody outside your area? So I work virtual. I'm hundred percent remote, so I could. I, I could date anywhere. Um, yeah. okay. I'm very, yeah, I'm very open to, yeah. So I, I just, again, I, I just want somebody who I've been dating and mm-hmm. um, they've uh, like every guy just doesn't want something serious. And so yeah. since the show, I was, I haven't, I wasn't allowed to download any dating apps, which before this I was on so many dating apps. I was on all the dating apps and <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get twin Tinder swindled because I like <laughs> literally was on there. So I, guess I wasn't like good enough for him Simon missed out on you Simon Lviv what the heck man like you would have taken out a loan I would have taken out so much loans come on man <laughs> I'm offended but anyways I was on Damn, Suzanne she's ready I was, I was on all, nah y'all couldn't y'all couldn't um but I was on all the dating apps was and I was meeting men it wasn't that I had trouble meeting men but I was meeting the guys that were just like I'm just not ready for a commitment and I I really only date like older guys like 35 and up just because I feel like anything younger like I don't want to overgeneralize but from my experiences younger than that they're just not ready for a commitment they're not ready to settle down and have a family Mm -hmm. and so I do specifically like if that's not the end goal then we're not a good match because I want to I want a family I mean, obviously not right away, but like I do want to – that has to be the end goal. Yeah. Do they have to be emo? They don't have to be because I'll okay. do that alone. Um, okay. <laughs> my ex-fiance was not emo at all, and uh, and I would go to emo nights alone with my fan- my friends and my family But because um, my sister is just as emo as I am. If he doesn't go to emo night, he's not the one in my opinion. So my thing is is like I, like, I have a – I don't have like a – physical like like I don't care too much about what people look like as much as I care about like 
I do, but I, I say this and people are like, what do you mean you do care? Because um, I'm somebody who like cares a lot about my body. I work out constantly. So like I expect that from my partner as well. That doesn't mean that you have to be fit, but you just have to actually care about your body, like what you put into it. Like I yeah. intermittent fast every day. Like I care about like what I eat and stuff like that. So I prefer my partner to also like have those things in common with me because if mm-hmm. that's not a similarity, then we won't, you know, match in other parts of our lives. Yeah. But but yeah, so I don't care too much for looks. Like I'm five five. So yeah, yeah, I kind of want a guy that's over six feet, but it's not like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, if you're just a cool person and like, you know, hot yoga and emo music and like cats, because I have four of them, slide into those DMs, man. (laughs) The DMs are open. Open for business. I have one last question for you before we get into games. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I talk a lot. No, 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 you're good. (laughs) Uh, We fucking love this shit. Now that you've done reality TV, it was your first kind of dip into reality TV. Would you do it again? Why or why not? I would. Okay. Only if, like, I was the one with, like, 20 guys. <laughs> Interesting. Oh. I want to make sure I'm leaving with someone. Okay. Or, like, a, or like a 50-50. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, is is there a show where there's, like, an even amount of, like, the same amount of guys and same amount of girls? Because Love is Blind, also Too Hot to Handle, which I feel like would be great, and I'm not even going to tell you what the premise of it is. Just go to Netflix, sign up for Too Hot to Handle. You have no idea what reality TV is. No. You're literally the perfect person for that show. Well, I was going to say, I am i can't sign up for anything for a full year because of Fox. Oh, but, of, yeah. That's, uh, well, you take your time. But, like, maybe maybe Fox will put me on something else. <laughs> hint, hint, Fox. Um, I am a... Fox, head up Suzanne. Hit me up. Like, we can do, like, this knitting premise where, like, men have to knit for me. I don't know. Ooh. Knitting masters. They had Lego masters. I think they have domino masters. Maybe maybe the the hitting knitter instead of the mass singer, the mass knitter. People think, like, knitting is, like, an old person thing. It's really not. Like, I have gotten so many of my friends, like, into knitting, and they're like, wait, this is actually so cool and like crocheting which is like you can get a faster um uh you can your finished product comes out faster with crocheting than Mm -hmm. knitting but like it's so dope to Mm -hmm. knit your own stuff i don't know it's really cool i I think think it's cool as hell (laughs) i want to teach everyone how to knit you should have a club i would i still want to the last question i want to ask before we get to the games is something we mentioned in last week's episode it was actually some of the audio that we pulled where we're now calling her Bree because we don't know how to say her name. Um, Bree had said, oh, "We're just we're just, we're just melting down over here," and you're just spiraling. Yeah, we're just spiraling over here. You're like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Fine. Did you? I mean, could you tell how long she had been in this headspace, and what's that kind of like to be around? Considering, I mean, you're like, oh, I'm cool. Like, I kind of know where this is going. Was it hard for you to kind of see where she was at? Is what we're seeing kind of where she was at? Yeah, I'd say it was a pretty accurate, like, um, the edit's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Brie is such an amazing person. Like, I mm-hmm. personally love her so much. But unfortunately, she did get in her head. And as yeah. you guys were saying, like, Stephen was telling her one thing and just not showing it. Yeah. So, like, I I 100% understand why she was feeling the way she was mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. Because she wasn't getting any, at, like, like he wasn't reaffirming 
how he felt about her physically. He was just telling her with words. Yep. And so it made a lot of sense to me. And like, and that's where I was like, where I was telling her, like, I'm not worried. And I was trying to like tell her, like, don't be worried. We don't know what's coming. Like, yes, you weren't picked for this one-on-one, but like, what if tomorrow there's an even better one-on-one that you're going on? So that's where I was going. It, I think it, I came off as more nonchalant, like uh, in the edit. But I, we, when we were talking, I was like trying to like let her know, like, we don't know what's coming. We don't yeah. know what this means. It could be he's pulling her for a one-on-one because he's not certain of their connection. And yeah. he might be sending her home. Like, I was just trying to like let her know, like, there's so much that could come from this. And we've seen, you know, we saw Jenny use her coin and go home. Like, you don't yeah. know. You don't know what's going to happen. So I was trying to like let her know, like, hey, like, you don't know. And I want you to just be more positive or be more like, confident because you're still here for a reason but yeah I love her to death and um I think if you're put in that situation even if you're the most confident person you still have some insecurities every single person on that show I mean I behind the scenes I cried every single day on that show I'm a confident as hell person but I cried every single day about something and it's just yeah it's just uh, it unless you're put in that situation you won't understand it I, I, I don't understand it, but I can only yeah. imagine, you know, like Steve and I have been watching reality TV for a very long time. So we kind of know some of the ins and outs of what they do with production and kind of like just the the give and take that they have with the contestants. Yeah. And, you know, you guys are human fucking beings at the end yeah. of the day. And you're not just yeah. like these little people that we see for 45 minutes and then you disappear. So mm. that is something that I think a lot of people don't understand. And it's also something... I think is a great conversation piece is all of these viewers don't really realize that the people that they're seeing, you know, once you left the manor, you didn't just disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. You you are still out and about like yeah. all of these girls are, are human beings. So, you know, I, I understand that you might not love a way that a person is portrayed. Doesn't yep. necessarily mean that's who they are. As Suzanne's no. saying, she had a whole thing with Steven that none of us knew about. <laughs> yeah. And like, honestly, there's a lot of hate going out uh, around. And I, I made a post about it a couple weeks ago, but it's like, it hurts me to see it because you have to understand, like, all of us are highly edited. And like, mm-hmm. every single girl on that show is a amazing person like mm-hmm. to the core i would not be saying this if i didn't truly believe it. like every single girl is amazing and i know i was i you know while i was there there's a lot of clips of me saying things about other girls sure but again it was like they needed it for context they asked yep. the questions they tee you up for that stuff mm-hmm. but I truly am friends with every single girl on that show and I love every single girl on that show and it breaks my heart to see them get hate. Yeah. And I wish so badly that people just like, I get it. You don't like this or that about them, but don't, don't be mean. Mm -hmm. Like we're all humans at the end of the day. Exactly. There's just no, you know, keep it to yourself or start a podcast, but it won't be number one. (laughs) There you go. And and no one wants to listen to people hate on other people. So exactly, or hate on their own podcast they're doing. Yeah, uh-huh. just, I can't believe we're doing this for another week. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys! Fifty-two reviews, so we'll watch it again. Oh, I guess we'll do it again. Is that one of the other podcasts? Am yeah, I, is that an inside joke? Okay, you don't need to listen to it. That's pretty much it. I got eighty other shows to review, but I'll. Yes, I'll do this. <laughs> this Love is pretty that. much it. Love it. That's that that pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. This was the most boring episode yet. But yet I have on. an hour and 45 minutes to complain about it. Oh, man. 
on. They're talking about us like that. That's not nice. Dang. Yeah. Jumping in river. Joe Millionaire is top five television shows that's come Man. out since 2010. Wow. Reality TV took a hit early after the early 2000s. Everything got bad. The way that they edit this show, I know you don't understand, Suzanne, but it's like flavor of love, old school, 2000s VH1 style, and it is incredible. I Also, if you want to get some reality TV history under your belt, flavor of love. Is that on Netflix? Just watch it. <laughs> I, I, it better be. I don't think it is. It's an old school VH1 show. You know what you can? You know what you can download is, um, sorry, Fox, it's not your network. Uh, Pluto TV on your like uh, Roku on your smart oh, yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Pluto okay. TV is free, and Pluto TV has like a bunch of reality channels of just old reality shows. Dope. I think some of them are on there. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You won't believe what they used to put on television. Oh my God. I'm excited. I'm actually (laughs) so excited. Like, but I was going to say when I was, when I was in New York and I stayed with Annie, she made me watch Survivor. And that was the first time I had ever seen that. And that was the first time I had ever seen that. I didn't get crazy show. I need to finish it. The the season we were on, but um, yeah, I just never, it's never been something that I, for whatever reason, just never got into it like everyone else did we're about to ruin your life you're not gonna leave your house for weeks <laughs> i'm excited i'm not gonna lie look i'm single there's no reason to leave my house i mean start watching the challenge start watching the challenge the other yeah, the challenge. challenge yeah we'll bring you into the challenge world we'll bring you we'll pull you right a fucking into it yeah mm-hmm. you can come on as a guest star yeah people loved people loved that i had never seen it before they're gonna <laughs> love that you haven't seen it <laughs> I mean, I can I can start like a is that a TikTok idea? Do do you, do people need me to like re? Uh, that would actually be that would be a great TikTok. You just are the girl that doesn't that doesn't watch reality TV, and now you want like some you know just take people's comments of what to give watch. Give me your history. Give me your give me your uh, top oh. top ten. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, Suzanne recaps like two thousand eight episodes <laughs> of reality TV. <laughs> I would love to. Trying to think of like a mid two thousands reality TV show that was just Tequila like, Tequila. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. That was on MTV. I don't think I ever watched it, but I do remember it. It was the first bisexual Ooh. on television, like openly. Yeah, I think I had I had some friends that were. I mean, I a lot of my friends are LGBTQ plus. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I was growing up, too, I had a lot of friends, and so I think it's the only reason I even knew that name was because she was bisexual. Killer and, television show. Yeah, and I I just remember my friends were obsessed with it. And I was like, I love this for y'all. It's <laughs> representation. Uh, so it's time for our games. Okay, let's do it. Games, games, games. We knew you said you don't want to play games in your relationship. No, but I love games. We don't want 24-year-old guys just playing around with your heart. <laughs> so we're going to play games on this podcast yeah. to satisfy that itch. Y'all, I'll show you my board game um, oh. closet. I love games. Love games. Let's do this. I'm excited. Ooh. Okay. Have y'all played Joking Hazards? I'm like looking at my no. games right now. So. That's one of my favorites. It's like very um, like uh, Cards Against Humanity-esque, but it's like okay. in like it's like comic strip form it's hilarious oh, I like that. it's really dirty as well it's like disgusting i love it perfect um i love sequins so much fun and then dominoes i'm actually like an old lady okay. i do love dominoes we play i have like the double 12s and so like i have nights where we'll spend a full night just like three hours just playing dominoes my friends and i love it oh wait bananagrams too can i put throw that one in there sure up four. Oh, scrabble oh my god i have so many five top five uh, 
Okay, 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 okay. I, I just love <laughs> Odd games. numbers only. Sequence is a great game. And then also, too, let me say this one, which is not like a game game, but like if you are trying to get to know somebody, the best game ever, we're not really strangers. Not play that with somebody you're trying to like date or like a new friend it's amazing there's like different levels and like the first level is like surface questions like what do you think of like this or whatever like mm-hmm. what was your first impression of me things like that and then you can get like deeper and deeper into it and oh my god love that game it's not like a game but anyways it's in my game box. did you play the jackbox tv games no is that a so it's um i actually think I, I was going to wait until we got later in the season, but I wanted to try to do like a virtual game night with like us and all the ladies. That'd be so fun. Because you can play this no matter where you are. It's on your computer or on your TV okay. or on your PlayStation or whatever you got. Mm-hmm. And it's like a virtual board game. So it plays on everybody's TV and you use your phone to like write in answers and then it display, displays it on the screen. And you all can all be on Zoom at the same time as well. Oh, I love that. Steven, that's genius. We'll try to set that up. I feel like that was something I did during, um, during quarantine. quarantine. That's yeah, that's yeah. where I learned it. Yeah. Suzanne, would you play with us if we did that? <laughs> I'm offended you even had to ask. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. I wanted we'll you get, to consent. We'll get you on your team. We'll rig it so you're on our team. <laughs> I will be. I'm competitive AF. I'm not competitive Hell yeah. in my love life. We'll pick you first. And depending on how the season ends, Annie might be on our team too. But we'll have to see if I'm still <laughs> mentally okay to handle it. Or not. You'll just have to tune in. Wink, wink. <laughs> Thursdays, Fox. Thursdays, 8, 7 Central, only on Fox. And if you miss it, you can catch us on Hulu and Tubi. Oh, it's on Tubi. That's the other one. Yeah, Hulu, Tubi, and then the Fox Now app. Incredible. That. Yeah, you. they got you ready. Wow. <laughs> She's like, give me my own series. I'm ready. I can cut these promos. Twenty men, easy. Let's go. I'll even do. I'll even do ten men. Like, y'all, just give me a show. So nice of you to be to be okay with that. I'm just saying, like, ten men, one girl, one room. Hey, oh, I like one huge bed. You all sleep in the same bed. And it's just a version of the it was tan in the bed, and little one said, "Roll over, roll over," and you just push one of them out. That's how you eliminate on your show. Yeah, yeah. With my knitting needles, I'm like, you better run. I'm gonna get you with the. I needles. told you. I said that weeks ago. I said that weeks ago. You just stab, 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 stab. They told me that when when they were going through my because they go through your bags yeah. like when mm-hmm. so when they were going through my bags they saw like my I have like this whole like like kit like it's a whole knitting thing and the security guard was like can she have this and i was like it's my knitting needles and he was like, yeah but they're sharp and i was like i'm knitting but yeah that was what i never i never thought of it as a weapon until he said that and i was like it's a perfect cover yeah, yeah. did you check your needles or did you did when you carry on your needles when you were flying i have like this whole bag oh. it's like it's oh. kind of it's like a ton of I, like. It's just sword. all of your swords. <laughs> oh, whoa! No way they allow that on a plane. There is no <laughs> way that is checked luggage. You're checking that. Yeah, it was checked for sure. Okay. Yeah. They almost didn't let me have my scissors. They almost took away of my course scissors. Not. Well, yeah. like, but then I kept them because it's for my knitting. So I got my scissors. I just love that being an excuse at TSA. Yes, all these sharp needles are just for my knitting. 
and not to stab people. I'm just knitting, guys. <laughs> no, they were definitely went into my check bag for sure. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I had a couple needles oh. with me on the plane so that I could like knit. Well, so they let you they let you bring uh, needles. They, on, sure. Somebody lost their job over that. Yeah, I'm surprised by <laughs> that. Just saying, somebody somebody doesn't work at TSA anymore. So funny. Sorry, sorry. I keep going. We I keep going off. Yeah, no, we we keep going. Day. This is gonna be a five hour podcast. <laughs> I told you it's a four parter. There will be no editing. I'll just be putting it out. We'll see. I'm so um, excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. So we're gonna do name the girl. We kind of give you a category like your senior superlatives, and you tell us okay. who fits the story, uh, who fits the thing, and maybe okay. why. Okay. Uh, and you can go back as far as you want to. It doesn't have to be necessarily be this week, but it just goes back as far as you need to. And Martin. You can add Martin in there, too. Yeah, Martin and the gentleman are available. Oh, yeah. To, I keep forgetting that those two use. guys were there. They exist, yeah. Yeah. They do. That's they do. I kind of forgot sometimes, too. I'm <laughs> we're just kidding. I'm kidding. I love you guys. The funniest. The funniest. Ooh. Brie. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, Brie. It's tied between Brie and, Brie and Amanda. They were both so funny. Oh, my God. They were both hilarious. I feel like whenever I needed a laugh, I would just look over and, like, Amanda was, like, something. Some, and But Brie was, like, <laughs> they were both really funny. I'm gonna Brie did, both. and I still have to post the, the video for it. I'm just reminding myself of that now. Brie did last, this, this last week, she did the awkward Nick Miller Yes. You know, yes. moonwalk out. I, did she know what that was? Did she say I'm doing the awkward moonwalk? Did anybody know? Oh, Nick Miller, Nick Miller. Not in like, because that was like, I had, I had to like go back, but I think that was when we were running away. No. Yeah. You were all like trying to hide from them coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, um, I think we were all just like scared we got caught. Yeah. So nobody was really paying attention. <laughs> we really thought like that they saw us. We were like, shit. We're like wide open. They can see it. Anyways. Uh the mom of the house. Amanda. Amanda was always cleaning. Like, okay. I I am somebody who like hates dishes. So like I just didn't want I knew that if I didn't clean my dishes right away, I would leave them like yeah. mm-hmm. in the sink and like they'd never get clean. So I always cleaned my own dishes like right away. Like if I used it, I cleaned it. And also like I just wanted to if anyone else needed to use the stove after me, like yeah. they would have some mm-hmm. but um but people would just leave stuff and Amanda was always in the kitchen like cleaning and like wow. just picking up after. She was she's just like super clean. I was like, girl, we could never live together. I <laughs> I was like, also in our my room. So, uh, we, we there were six girls in my room, and like I had four suitcases, and they were on the floor. I think me and Carolyn had like at one point it was just the two of us in the room, had all of our luggage just open on the floor, and like that was it for the entire season. Like we <laughs> wow. just lived out of our luggages, and it was a mess. It was a mess. I'm mm, yeah. Steven called out Kala. Kala had like she couldn't even sit on her bed. She had so much stuff on her bed and around. <laughs> Yeah, Cal and Whitney's room was, they had like a little nook and it was uh, that, so that uh, episode would, or when we were spying, if you zoom out, like that's the room that we were in and it was just, it was a lot of stuff, but but again, guys, like we had to live out of our suitcase. Oh yeah. I get it. And Uh I'm not talking shit because my room was bad. I tried to keep (laughs) everything like kind of in the suitcase so I could like close it, like Mm. close the lid on it. But yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy because every week. 
at the at an elimination, Martin would tell us to pack our bags, and that was it. We'd have to like literally pack our bags. So was, we we're constantly yeah. living out of our suitcases. Classic reality TV as well. You're always told to Is pack the bags before you yep. go. Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't so know they, that. Okay. So they just like take it and walk you out, and you don't like. Oh, I have to stay here for an additional two hours to pack. No, they mm-hmm. want you out of there. That wasn't that actually that was another thing. So normally like I wouldn't pack like right away. I would I would like kind of half pack everything. And so the week I was going home, I half packed and one of the producers was like, We need you to fully pack. Oh so like, <gasps> I'm going home. <laughs> Damn. I know. They're like, we're making everyone do it. And I went back in my room and Carolyn's stuff was just all <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going home. That was another reason. Like, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I think that's why I was so sad. Like, if you saw me on the couch, I was so sad the whole time. But it's because I knew I had, mm-hmm. I, yeah. there was no doubt. I was like, I was like, I'm going home. I'm not going to see these girls anymore. And so, Aww. like, just, yeah. Anyways. So, back to the question, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda's the mom of the house. She's also the cleanest, which is the next one. And I think you've now nominated yourself for dirtiest. No, I wouldn't say I was the mess. <laughs> no. no, 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 because no. again, far was, worse people. there were worse. I don't want to. I don't want to be that bitch though. <laughs> Just I'm not you. It was. Listen, me. we were we were told that you were that bitch though. Yeah, I was told you came to spill tea. I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Okay, anyways, <laughs> um, no, I will. Oh, she's gonna kill me. I'm just gonna say Cali just because of the bed thing. I already threw her under. You can you can blame me. Okay. <laughs> Love you, Kella. <laughs> uh, the best dancer. Um, you can nominate me. yourself. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say she's yeah. I I was a pretty good dancer, but um, I don't know if y'all saw Carolyn twerk on the table. A little bit. They had a little bit that on the birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She twerked. She twerked her booty off so i want to give that to her like that she gets she deserves that one i'm gonna give it to her okay. good for her even though i'm a i'm an amazing twerker okay I'm you just... are i saw the i saw the footage <laughs> we saw the real and that was in tight clothes like imagine if uh-huh. i was in my normal twerking attire i'm just kidding yeah kidding. i i you know that's episode two on only fans yeah episode two on only fans yeah. so, let's go <laughs> how much do you think i can charge for that a kidding. lot a lot. I'm kidding. Especially yeah. if you have the scarf on. Yeah. If you do the scarf and like just feet pics or the scarf on the feet, thousands of dollars. The scarf on yes. like your ankles. Yeah. Just on the on my booty, just my booty twerking with the scarf. Yeah. Yes. Listen, oh, that's kidding. also yeah. something else you'll understand is there is a lot of reality people who have only, only fans, fans accounts. Oh God. Well, yeah. I work for a company that would not allow that. So. Yeah. I won't tell them. Yeah. They don't have to know. Right. They don't have to know. It could just be known as you'll be scarf girl or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, knit, knitting, knitting queen is what I want to be uh-huh. referred to from now on. Okay. Please. You got knitting it. queen. Who is the life of the party? I'm going to go with me. Okay. Because yeah. you know why? Because I don't drink and I was still the life of the party. And I feel yeah. like some girls I would call the life of the party and then they would drink and then they would get like not so much. But but me, I'm gonna go with me. Fuck yeah, I like that. I yeah, and I didn't need alcohol to have a good time. There you go. Amazing. Who had the best shoulder to cry on? I've cried on every single girl in that house's shoulder. Every girl, that is their answer. Literally, every time we ask this question, everyone's like, everybody. (laughs) But for the most part, the girl that I cried to a a lot, a lot was Suzette. 
So um, she and I had like a lot of similarities. Obviously, the Sues. We, we call ourselves the Suzes. And then oh. we were both Jamaican. Like I was born in Jamaica. She's half Jamaican. Um, so, uh, but she, we got really close on the show. The night she left, if you like saw any footage, like, I'm literally like eyes are bloodshot red because like she was my girl in the house. Um, I cried to her a lot, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. So her and then Amanda towards the end, I cried on her shoulder like pretty much every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, every every single girl in that show pretty much cried. I think the only girl that I know of that didn't cry and made it a point not to was Annie. She's like, I didn't cry, I only cried one time. And I was like, love that for you. Every single <laughs> other girl cried a bajillion times. Annie's a brick house, can't break her. God, I love <laughs> that for her. It's, it must be pageant training. I need to get go through that. I cry every day. <laughs> I feel you. For happy things, sad things, angry things. I just, I cry it out, man. Anyways, mm-hmm. okay. So... <laughs> I cried a lot. Who was your BFF on the show? I had a lot of BFFs on the show. Um, <laughs> so during filming, um, I'd say Amanda and I were closest um, towards the end. Towards the beginning, I feel like I was, uh, like I said, I was f- close with Suzette. Um, and then she went home. And then I was kind of like, I don't know where I stand. So I was uh, – Amanda was my my like girl and Amber was also and actually after the show Amber and I are like now super close she's, she and I FaceTime a lot um same with Amanda though and Annie like I talk awesome. to them pretty constantly so yeah, just put in a good word no big deal just put in a good word yeah yeah I got you, I got you. <laughs> who had the best style Suzette always looked fly always um but I would say I will say too like Jenny lent me a lot of clothes so she also had i think we were also just the same size so it was great because i was like yeah i'm i'm a really small girl but uh she lent the movie night dress was hers she let me she lent me that sparkly dress um but i yeah suzette just i think she was just constantly in fashion nova which she's she's so cute anyways (laughs) love that for her she was she was always looking great incredible and we've had the same answer a couple times for this but who brought the most unique item with it with them so everyone keeps saying Carolyn, but I was the first one to tell everyone that I brought my vibrator. <laughs> was your vibrator better than hers? Because like they're acting like she had like a three tier system. Like I don't even know. She never even showed it to me. Like I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, maybe her, maybe like her thing came out after I left. But I constantly brought it up. I was like everyone was like we're so sexually frustrated, and I was like I'm not I'm chilling. <laughs> I have a freaking vibrator and my. <laughs> I was chilling. I was like, I'm good. I got. I go in the shower. I get my five minute alone time. Like, I'm good. Um, so I, I also brought one. But I will say, you know what? I'm surprised that everyone's not saying the most unique item on the show was my freaking knitting needles. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. That's what I, I was expecting. I also brought a puzzle, and my, and it was cut out of the show. But we were doing a, a thousand piece puzzle the night of my elimination. Oh damn! Bubble bass and puzzles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't finish no we had to they had to pack it up and then uh they get i think i'm missing a piece still yeah that's they did that on purpose they took it you know yeah mm-hmm. they're like we're gonna that's keep awesome. this so she can never finish it i got it from goodwill it's fine we have one more game um now we typically do either ors that are very you know beach or mountain but for you i wanted to make sure i did an emo edition Let's go. So it is either or emo edition. Are you okay. ready? Also, yes. I hope that these aren't offensive. Tell me if they are. <laughs> no, no, no. I will never be offended. Leather or lace? Leather. Same. Black or a neon? Black. 
tattoos or piercings? Oh, I have both. So, okay. Are we asking whether I prefer on men or would I prefer on myself? Because I love a man with that's fully tatted. I love tattoos on men. But I also, mm. you know, give us both answers for you and then for your your type. My type, he doesn't have to have tattoos, but I definitely find myself very attracted to men with tattoos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's the emo girl in me. It definitely is the emo girl in me. <laughs> but I, I also, I feel like I love a lot of, like I only have, a, I have two, but I have the one big one that was on my side, I think was shown a lot. But I like, want a ton more and i feel mm-hmm. like piercings you can only get so many so i'm gonna go with tattoos for both answers okay all right yeah. good answer okay this one's very important side bangs or that single colorful streak of hair that that people used to do side bangs side bangs okay now we're getting into bands <laughs> panic at the disco or fallout boy oh you're breaking my heart here <laughs> i would say i would say like like we're only strictly talking like 2000, like seven, 2006 okay. version of these bands. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Panic at the Disco because that first album, mm-hmm. what is it? Um, Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Yeah. That changed mm-hmm. my life. I still till this day listen to that album from cover to cover. But I also do that. F- I also do that with From Under the Cork Tree. So. <laughs> okay. I just love emo music i'm just gonna stick with panic at the disco because also was obsessed with brendan yuri like thought i was gonna marry him i mean that's a good that's a good one to be obsessed with jimmy eat world or paramore Ooh. i'm gonna go Ooh, i I feel like people are gonna hate me for this i i think i'm gonna go paramore that's yes it's so funny you say you go back and listen to those albums i listen to riot once a week especially oh when i'm having a terrible week i am full blast in my eardrums riot what's the first album pressure no that's the oh my god what is the first album no yeah this, that's, that was one of the single but that those first two paramore albums i still listen to from cover to cover like, i agree just very, very, very good. I don't know that I listen to a ton of the new stuff anymore, but that older stuff mm-hmm. still I'll scream at the top of my lungs. I agree. My Chemical Romance or Taking Back Sunday? Oh, I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. You just put a knife through my heart. That's not fair. We saved the toughest one for last. We saved uh, the toughest one for last. Yeah, this is the last band. This is the last band, so. Drag. Okay, well, I... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get hate either way. I love them both so much. Okay. I will say I haven't, I'm, I'm actually seeing my chemical romance live for the first time in September. So I'm like so excited. Oh, that's so fun. But I've seen taking back Sunday so many times live. So I'm like, Oh, do I want to, I'm going to go with my chemical romance just because okay. they, Oh man, I do love taking. Back I feel like my chemical romance for a live version of just the yelling and the chanting of very specific songs. Yeah, like might be like, better. I'm not okay. Right. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like it, a room to, full of emos screaming yeah. in a black parade. Yeah. Like Helena, like come on. Like uh-huh. exactly the, my point. Like that would just yeah, that's kind of like iconic. Like you can't not be like you can you can be emo and maybe not listen to Taking My Sunday, but you can't yeah. be emo and not like my comfort. Yeah. It's like they are the basically the friggin' yeah. I agree. But I love Taking Back Sunday. So that was a tough one. I'm sorry to have put you in that. I'm sorry. I don't know if I could ever forgive you. You have two more, and I'm hoping that they aren't they aren't too bad. 
Okay, okay, okay. Emo or scene? Emo. And also, can you explain scene to Steven? Because he thought I misspelled <laughs> something. Like a scene, like a scene girl was more, or because you can be, you could be a scene girl or a guy. Okay, emo was just like the black everything. Okay. Scene was more like the colorful hair and like the skirts and like the girls oh. were like in tutus and like more color emo was very much black mm-hmm. and like okay you know how like girls had like the rat's nest yeah. that was seen yeah like the, okay. the raccoon tail that was very seen mm-hmm. the heavy makeup like not heavy like in dark like like dark black makeup that's emo but like bright like colors and stuff that's very seen so you're seen being things. seen you're standing out yeah, but it's spelled as S C E N E. Yeah, like, I don't even know. It's like you're, you're like part of the scene, like the scene oh. kid. I didn't know how yeah. to explain it to him, but he yeah. was like, "What? Did you misspell something?" <laughs> no. Like, I don't know what that means. No, I was an emo girl through and through. Studded belts, <laughs> black everything. Amazing. My eyes were darker than my hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last one for emo edition of either or: mosh pit or headbang. Oh, mosh pit. Amazing. Good. good, good. If you would if you would have said mosh pit or crowd surf crowd. See? Oh, see, Steven. (laughs) I don't want that to be it. What's the follow-up? Have you ever crowd surfed? Yeah. At every every concert I go to, I crowd surf. So one of my best friends is um is a uh, photographer, like uh, concert photographer. Yeah. And like I have a picture of me framed. I gotta find it. A picture of me framed. She got of me crowd surfing. Um, Wow. Picture of me crowd surfing. I crowd surf every concert I go to. I've been dropped a hundred times. I have made it up Mm. to stages and like like shook hands with the lead singer. Like I've done it all. (laughs) Like I. I love that. I love to crowd surf. So, but if but. Don't get me wrong, like, um, I'll get in a mosh pit. Like, I'm tiny, and I will leave with a black eye, but I will freaking get in a mosh pit. Hell. Love it. Yes. I love it. I want to go to Warp Tour with you. Well, we can't go to Warp Tour, but you can come to a concert with me any day. Oh, I'm down. You two at, like, a New York party at a New York, like, emo situation? I would die. I would die. I have so much leather. Oh, All of the leather. Love, you know that leather and lace was so hard because like now I love lace, but like emo girls and their leather. I'm just I like, know. Anyways, no. I know. So I do want to ask this question though, which we didn't we didn't ask earlier because I forgot. Okay. okay. So we asked, I believe it was Sarah who okay. when we asked who starts the most drama, she mentioned your name. I remember. I don't and remember. It this. was because that you didn't do it willingly. You just like yeah. accidentally created stuff. And then would leave. Yeah. And then would just be like, oh, I think my breakfast biscuit is ready. And it would walk out. <laughs> my needles are in the other room. No, that was definitely not the way it went. I so so I know exactly why she said this. Okay. I'm I I would like you to clear it up. So the night of the cotillion. There was just some stuff going around like Kala was like Kurt had told Kala that she was like absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then like and like Sarah had danced with uh, Kurt and like he didn't tell her that. And so she like talked to um, Kala and Kala had told her that and she came and told me. And then Whitney was like, wait, what did Sarah say? And so I told Sarah, I told Whitney what Sarah had told me. And then she went back and told Kala. And I was like, but I told her, I went up to her and I was like, hey, Sarah. So, oh yeah, Whitney just like was standing next to us. But like, she was like, what did she say? I didn't hear her all the way. And I was like, I, did, I told her what you said. And she was like, why'd you do that? And I was like, she, wait. I was like, 
I was like, I'm not hiding. Like, I didn't mean anything like ill of it. That was the one time. And then I learned from that moment. I was like, okay. But, um, still holding that grudge, I guess. I guess she still holds a grudge, which is so crazy. Cause like, she, like, I thought we were like Middle Eastern girls, like got each other's backs, but whatever. That was a rough night for her and you. Honestly, that was a rough night for everybody. That And you know what? I will say this. People who were giving me hate on Twitter saying that we weren't dan- like we weren't close, me and Kurt, when we danced that night. He was asked at the end of the night who was the best dancer, and it was me. He yes. said me. Fuck yeah. I did that waltz perfect. We even did turns that they didn't even teach us. And I am just saying, I'm a dancer, okay? So like when people, people on Twitter were like, she wasn't even close to him. didn't even look like they had chemistry. I was like, well, you're wrong. He said I was the best dancer. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> had to get that out. I had to clear my name. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you had the opportunity to do that. <laughs> and I'm so glad we did. I am too. Yeah, sorry, Sarah. There was no intention. I just, I guess I'm just the, but no, it never happened again. So it was the one time, but she didn't last. Ooh, and I should not have said that that way. She wasn't on the show very long. So <laughs> I guess her, um, her started idea again. was, sorry. Again. I did this thing too while we were on the show where I kept saying like, apparently, and then what someone would say, I and then they it. started making fun of me and like, apparently, and I, yeah. apparently I'm going to be on the news. <laughs> And apparently, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Incredible. Shit. That's, that's Steven, really I will give stuff. you the honors of ending the last this question? with the last okay. question. Well, you might know you might know what the last question is. We've asked it to uh, all the ladies who have left. Pineapple? Yeah, I know. Absolutely no. I'm just going to stop Oh, you she's right not there. even going to let us say wow. it. Wow. Disgusting. Do not, do not put pineapple on pizza. If you put that shit in my face, I will throw it. I will throw up. I, ugh, sorry. I know Could the you- question. Pineapple on pizza is a no, people. You're crazy. Sweet and savory is not a thing. I will stand by this for the, until the day I, until the day I die. Yes. <laughs> We will eat pineapple on pizza for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> you. Yeah, that's if you say for you, you're not singing it right. Yeah. No, you for you. Like it's also uh, what's the Julia Rose thing now? Uncut jams. Yeah. Oh God, no! I, oh, the I don't know who Julia. Who was my? He like I was the muse on Uncut Jams. Oh, was that her name? Song. Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Wow, I'm all over. Fucked up. (laughs) We'll cut that. (laughs) Sorry. Do you want to ask the question since I cut you off? No. No. We don't. Obviously not. We're not. We're not Joe Millionaire. I I I do have a follow up though. I do have a follow up. If you have pineapple on pizza in front of you, you're starving. If you pick the pineapple off, is it acceptable? No, no. There's the juices. Yeah. No, no, I would, I would die. I'd starve myself. You know what I would do? I would scrape all of it off, like even the sauce that oh. touched, and I would just eat Ugh. the bread, oh. the crust. God. Yeah, I'd just you eat the are crust. On the far no side of this. Yeah, yeah. Like I am the person that like was like, who the fuck thought of this? And they yeah. should go to jail. Like they should be jailed. They should be imprisoned. <laughs> I don't disagree. I mean, I'm, I'm torn on it, honestly. I'm torn. I just, and I love pineapple and I love pizza, but they do not go together. Eat it separately, man. Ugh. Would you let Ugh. them touch on a plate? No. <laughs> no. 
No. Your food. Don't put that juice on my pizza. (laughs) Don't put your pineapple juice on my pizza. Stop that right there. Oh, fuck. Christ. Well. Okay. Any 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 other hot debates you want to settle right now? You want to let people know you're on certain sides of? Let, let, let it go. I'm passionate about a lot of things, okay? <laughs> I can't think of them right now, but you name something. I have a stance. I have Is one. a hot dog a sandwich? It is not a sandwich. A hot okay. dog is a hot dog, okay? Okay, what's the difference? A sandwich is two pieces of bread that do not touch at any point. <laughs> a hot dog is a one piece that folds so a subway sandwich is a hot dog disconnect their bread oh that's a good one what's well okay hold on hold on on. there's a there's a there's a right answer get it ready is there because i i don't i don't know what the right answer is there is a right answer (laughs) um i don't have that one wow you think on it but that you know almost what? feels like a setup okay. for mixing. Okay, okay, it was a setup. It was a setup. But if it's if a hot dog is not a hot dog, a then you're telling me a hot dog is a sandwich? What is it? If it's not a sand, if it's not a hot if, dog, then it's not, and it's not a sandwich. But like, what category is a hot dog? Is, is it it's, is it its own category, or is it under the sandwich category? I don't know, y'all. To be honest, I don't eat I don't eat hot dogs. So, <laughs> what if? What if we, we were to take this, see this is where it gets interesting for me. What if you take a hot dog and put it on two pieces of bread that do not touch? Is it a hot dog sandwich? See what I mean? Like this is where like it can get nuanced. I don't think I should have opened this. It's a, yeah, you, you this is going to go for a full hour now. Y'all have 3 hours of recording. It's going to be another full hour of this special specific um um Topic. no i i don't know the answer to that uh, y'all have i'm gonna stream of hot dogs tonight yeah Thank i want to yeah welcome to my world <laughs> i don't even eat hot dogs i don't even like hot dogs they're gross what do, you, what do you not like about hot dogs if you get a good hot dog we're not talking like we're not talking like nasty i don't want to name a company because they're feel free to sponsor they're us. all the same what are you talking about yeah, I'm conscious yeah. about what I put in my body and I will not put what do they what do they call it? Um mechanically separated meat is what is on the label. It says mechanically oh, separated. Yes. I will I'm sorry, not is that not that in, my- is that not enticing to you? Does that not make you go, mmm, can't nope. wait to have that sandwich later? <laughs> Some that sandwich hot dog. <laughs> Guys, when you slide, be sure you tell her you don't like mechanically separated meat. Or pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Those are both deal breakers. <laughs> They're not deal breakers. I just won't eat them. You feel free to you do you, boo boo. But I personally won't eat it. Okay. Like I don't eat red meat, but like I date men that eat red meat. I just I don't want to like impose my views on somebody. Okay. But I'm also like I also will not eat it. So like do what you need to do for you. But I personally won't mess with it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the stance of. This is my life. You're able to continue to use yours. I'm yeah. not going to make you switch over to my eating system, which I've seen try to happen many of oh, times. Oh, yeah. That's not that's not my thing. And also, too, like, I feel like a lot of guys are like, oh, you don't drink. I will be respectful of you and not drink. I'm like, I don't give a shit. If you mm-hmm. need to drink, you drink. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm 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 da- I want to date people because 
of who they are and not because I'm making them me, you know? Assimilate into your world. Yeah. yeah it's not. That's a very good point. Everybody yeah. should, everybody should leave this podcast with that on their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to date yourself. Date myself. No. Actually, wait, <laughs> fuck. I take that back. I'm a really cool person. Damn it. I would want to date myself. That'd be cool. Can we start cloning? Can we clone and like gender swap? Like make me a male, make me a male version of me. Yeah. We'll get Elon on that. Uh, yes, Elon. Yeah. Let's do this. I will. I will only take ten percent. That's all I want. That's that's really reasonable. I think so. I think and so Elon can probably get us a screener. So, I mean, Fox, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> well, Suzanne, oh. we will wrap this up. I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else that you want to tell the people where to follow you, where to find you, so they can hang out with you more? Yeah, y'all can follow me on. I think I'm the same on all Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm at officially Suzanne. Suzanne is S-U-Z-A-N. My parents didn't speak English and hated me. So sorry. <laughs> S-U-Z-A-N, Suzanne. Um, I would love to have you guys. Um, uh, I, I try to respond to as many DMs as I can. So please hit me up. Um, I, I want to be everyone's friend. That's the end goal. So well, you're a right reality friend now. You're Yay. welcome anytime. We had an absolute blast. Don't say that because I'm coming on next week's recap. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's new to me, so. <laughs> With so much tea. I don't have any tea. I wasn't there. <laughs> You'll have tea. I have tea. I have tea. Oh. <laughs> I do. You have that NDAT. Yeah. N-D-A-T. This was the best. This is the first um, podcast, best podcast I've ever been on. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Airhorn. Airhorn. There's another one. That's how it works. You just call them out and they come out from nowhere. They just blow up. I know. Airhorn. Oh my God. Look at that. A triple. A triple. Oh. Oh, Steve's going to have his hands full with the, all these air horns. Well, don't try to start a workout booster because it's, it's way too late for that. Uh, is it? Is it? We can edit it in. <laughs> and let's edit in another Daddy Martin. Yes. Daddy Martin. Daddy Martin. Daddy, Daddy Martin. No, it wasn't. She didn't say that. Anyways. I could overanalyze for hours. We're too sober. Y'all, I don't want to stop. I just want to keep going. <laughs> This was a fucking blast. I you know. Tell me I was your favorite so far. Yeah, you lie are. to me. Lie to me. <laughs> wow. An incredible interview with Suzanne. Thanks to her for joining us. Thank you, Fox and 495 Productions for letting us do this every week. It just is so much fun. You guys, these girls are just as incredible on screen and off. They all are individuals. It's just been so fun talking to them. And we really hope you're enjoying the interviews as well. We have a new episode coming out on Thursday. It's Parents Week, which, you know, we all know Parents Week is only going to be fun and drama. And that's what we love. So we will talk to you guys soon. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Join the hotties. Leave a review. You know the drill. We appreciate you all. And we will talk again soon. Bye. Bye.